are back to the backstage skinny. I am Keith Price, the Sirius XM OutQ, and having a moment with one of my girlfriends from the big, great white way. <laughs> I, you know, soon to be the great black way, what? honey. That's what we're trying to do. Y'all are doing it fiercely, I must say. Miss Karen Pittman, excuse me, Theater World Award-winning. Actress Karen Pittman is That's here. Great. That's wonderful. I got to put all the things, <laughs> honey. I was mad that they didn't have a Tony nominee at least up on that bitch, but that's it's, all right. It's all good. It's all right. It's all love. It was a great, oh my great God. season, so I, I had a good time. She, let me tell you something. Karen Pittman is like my girl, girl, and um, we had the best time when I got to meet her for the first time when she was on Broadway in that play that I told you guys so much about called Disgraced, which I found out is going to be doing a tour pretty much around the country soon. So there's going to be a production of this play, although Karen is not involved because she is busy. Well, it's true. She's busy. But also since we last saw each other, uh, the play Disgrace was nominated for a Tony. That's it. 2014-15 Broadway season. So we're very proud of the work that we did in it and very proud of the yacht in the entire production so it is it is coming to a town hopefully near you so if you got theater subscriptions at all those great fantastic regional theaters then this is the perfect opportunity to put that on your list if yeah. you're not already a subscriber but karen is back honey she's back on the boards she's doing a little <laughs> off broadway right now because you know Mama got to get paid. She got to do her true. thing. And, and it's a wonderful play. You are in this play that, honey, the, the the folks are talking. She got Christopher Isherwood damn near laying down at the New York Times about her performance. Mr. And I, Isherwood is very nice. And I, I got to say, I have to be full disclosure, as of this particular recording of this interview, I have not yet seen this play because... You know, I sometimes you got you got to go when you can go. But I knew before I read the interview when I heard that she's in this wonderful play called King Liz, where she plays sports agent Liz Rico, who has money and an elite client roster, but a woman in a man's industry, and she's fighting to stay on top. That's right. First of all, if she's giving you calves like she gave in fucking disgrace, <laughs> it's on. I don't know what she's doing in this play, but it's on. Tell me about Liz Rico, baby. Well. Uh King Liz is a play written by Fernanda Coppell, uh, and uh, Fernanda is um, uh, Mexican-American. Uh, oh, she good. has a particular uh, perspective on what it's like to be in a man's world. She has written in TV and TV series before, um, and uh, she's a really smart, intelligent writer who has created this story about a woman who is exploring her own ambition, her desire, her power, and her hunger for power um, in the world of sports entertainment. Uh, she's at the top of her game, and uh, she is reaching uh, for the uh, a golden ring. And uh, in the process of trying to get there, she has to take on a client who is uh, a bit troublesome, uh, but very, very promising. And um, through that process, she sort of discovers some things about herself and about her uh, understanding of power and what it be, means to be a woman in the world. And uh, it's a it's a it's a story created around a lot of fun, comic, humorous moments and relationships. But it really does appeal to all the sports fans out there, to all the people who are interested in uh, having a good time at the theater, being uh, pulled into a story and. Uh, 
Uh, we work really hard uh, on this stage. I'm doing it with Russell G. Jones, Irene Sofia Lucio, Michael Cullen, and Jeremy Harris. And uh, it's directed by Lisa Peterson. Um, it's a great, great story. Well, what I'm hearing so far, that's Karen Pittman with me here on the Backstage Skinny Series XMLQ. What I'm hearing so far, they're, the lead is a woman. That's right. The writer of this piece, the author is a woman, yeah. and the director is a woman. That's right. That's right. And coming now off of this this uh, last year where we had Fun Home being the musical that broke that, that barrier, having a musical that was from top to bottom handled by women, mm. um, it's kind of really nice to see that the trend hasn't stopped yet. That's and true. You are part of that, that collective of of actresses to me that... One, I feel like needs to be seen way more than you are. I mean, who doesn't feel that? But, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, you, you exude this fabulousness to me as an artist that I'm so pleased that even in our exchanges over the time, it has, you have consistently now seemingly just moved on to the next strong woman character. Well, it's very important for me to do characters that are real human beings, characters who, um, are imbued with a sense of um, humanity, but are also uh, women that are aspiring to create something uh, in the world. And um, not just in uh, what they say, but in their behavior. So my goal as an actor is to uh, transform into these characters, to pull an audience in, right? To serve an audience through the words of the playwright and through a collaborative effort with the director in order for the audience to see themselves on the stage, to be transformed emotionally in those moments and take those stories home with them. That's the goal of what we do. And when uh, Fernanda and Lisa brought this play to me, um, months before we started actually rehearsing it, I had the opportunity to read it. I thought, this is an incredible story. This is this is the story I want to serve. This is the character that I want to um, bring to life, pull off the page, bring to life and make a, a, a 5D person uh, on stage, which is really what it's about. I mean, as an actor, you want to create uh, characters that are are bigger than life. Would you do this as Karen Pittman with me? When you, again, this as you said, this is a role that you looked at, you said after you read it that this is who you want to bring to life. Do you, at this point now, are you starting to get offers for characters that you kind of think, hmm, not so much? Well, I would say I um, look at the work that is presented to me with a more discerning eye. Um, because I, I do think as an actor, once people start paying closer attention to the work that you do, you realize you have a greater responsibility to tell um, the biggest story that you possibly can. But... Um, uh, it is also important to me to to um, not just inform, but to entertain, to enjoy the work I'm doing, and to um, be able to uh, challenge myself as an artist to to keep uh, doing things that are different. Yeah. So um, you know, Liz is. Liz Rico is different from the character that I did in Disgraced. Um, Liz Jory. Jory. And, and, and uh, the Tony-nominated Pulitzer Prize-winning play, Disgraced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also different from the character that I do on The Americans. Right. Uh, in the third season, uh, Lisa, who is just uh, very much focused in her life, but dealing with also dealing with a lot of things going on and, and how she's going to make it. So it's um, I'm having a really good time in my career. Yay. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Karen Pittman here with me on the Backstage Skinny Series XM OutQ, and we're talking about her lead star turn moment in this wonderful new play called King Liz that's being handled by Second Stage. That's right. And I just want to do a shout out to Second Stage and Chris Burney and uh, Ryan McGlone and all the, the folks over there who are helping to support this story and really tell it. They have been incredible in their uh, desire and encourage encouraging us to do great work. It's been really wonderful to work with Second Stage. I love that. I love it. And, and here you are now. You have the you know, you've had your your Broadway turn for the moment, that's which right. you know, and I think that that's great. And I'm ready now for you to come back because why not? <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? If, if I if I have any saying, it's like I know her; she's fabulous. Why she ain't working? You know, I could do that for you. You know, that's what I'm going to give for you. Um, and and you're you're on TV with FX's Americans third that's season. Right. That's right. Um, it's sort of like at this point now, are you finding that? You're getting more offers to do things like, you know, the feature film. Has anybody approached you yet with that conversation? Have you explored that for yourself? Or uh, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of different projects, a lot of irons in the fire. Is yeah. the, the most I can say about it right now. I'm, I'm really uh, happy with where I am in my career. This last year working on Disgraced and on The Americans has was created a lot of great energy in my career. And uh, um not the kind of energy uh, where it's uh, just about how cute you look, right. but it really is about the kind of uh, commitment, um, work ethic, uh, the kind of artist I want to be. And that is very gratifying to me. Yeah. I have uh, two children, I have a daughter, and we talk a lot about, in this interview so far, we've talked a lot about how what the climate of of uh, Broadway is like uh, for women. Right. Uh, it's very important to me to um, create characters that my daughter can look back on and say, oh, my mom was, my mom was great. She Your was mom was badass. fierce. Yes, That's she, it. She did, she did this and she did that. And, and I remember her working hard on those characters and doing that. Thing. How, how old are your kids now? My, my son is 11. My daughter is five. And I will tell you, I, I am very proud of my 2015 Theater World Award, but I, the day after I, I won it, I came home and saw it in the middle of the Star Wars game that my <laughs> kids were playing. <laughs> I thought, wait a minute, you're not, that's not the tower of, you know, whatever. Uh, but they, they immediately uh, started playing with it, and it was a, it's, a great, it's a great joy, but it also keeps you very grounded, very I down to earth. I was just going to ask you that, like, d- does, does this... You know, as you kind of really move forward in your career, is it great to have these kids to pull you back and, and throw that right back at you? I, I like, hon- I honestly believe that I I do the work that I do, and I'm very thoughtful and conscientious about uh, how I approach my characters because I I have a family, and I know a lot of actors and entertainers talk about how important family is to them, but it really is a priority for me in my life. I don't think I would be uh, the actor that I am today did I not have my son in my life and certainly not my daughter. They have been uh, really important. And I know that some people feel like um, families and children and those things can sort of hold you back. But in many ways, uh, my family, my friends, and I have a large group of friends that support me have made me feel even more free to um, explore um, characters and human beings that I think are important to put out there. I love that. Karen Pittman with me on Backstage Skinny, Sirius XM, Out Q, and we're talking about her 
um, play that she currently is in, King Liz, that's being held, being done by the Second Stage Theater Company, which has been known to produce a lot of interesting pieces. And I, you know, and again, as I always say, people kind of come for me a lot when I say that I am, I'm extra, I'm a big fan of theater in general, period. But I'm also very excited when I see uh, people that look like me getting opportunities to do things that they might not have gotten an opportunity to do 15, 20 years ago without it being laden with some sort of heavy-duty stuff. Like, you get to actually be the person. You get to be the human being with all the frailties that come along with just being the human being. And it doesn't matter what's going on. Like, you know, I I harken back to your jewelry days, and I was like, I remember just thinking, this sister is bad, honey. Give it a lawyer. She's giving you everything. But there was so much to that character and so much. And I'm looking so forward to seeing King Liz because I get a feeling that we're still getting that same kind of foundation of a character. But I'm really interested in finding the frailties and the and the endowments that make it different than Jordy. Well, you and, know, I know Jordy. you had um, Coleman on the show. The yes. Place, you know, yes. I Coleman Domingo. He's, oh, he's wonderful. He's, he's the a big, bomb. I give him a big hug every time you see him. But, you know, Coleman is not just a wonderful actor. He's a playwright and he's yes. telling lots of stories and uh, telling all of his stories. And, um, of course, um, you can tell by Fernanda Coppell's name that yeah. she is a person of color. And um, one of the most important parts about um, telling these stories by people of color is acknowledging that um, uh, that our our journey, our stories, there is a universal um, connection in all the stories that we hear. I mean, Ayad's uh, play and Fernanda's play, Coleman's stories have a universal theme that we are all underneath everything, dealing with the same challenges, challenges. the same issues. We are all human beings, right, underneath the skin color. You know, and it's so funny that you say that because I recently got to see Hamilton. And, oh, oh, gosh. And, and when I, I and it was funny because when I was looking at your um, resume, like, I know that Disgrace is technically your Broadway debut right. on stage, but you were also an understudy to Renee Elise Goldsberry. Goldsberry. And 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 Hi, I'm telling Renee. you, that cast, that show is absolutely everything that we're sitting here talking about. Yeah. And what's so beautiful is is that I think that it it shows to the young Keiths and the young Karens that are living in other places that you can play anybody if yeah. you are to be an actor. That gives you the freedom and the license to play anybody because you don't you don't even think about who they're actually playing when it's all said and done until the show's over and you're just like, what the hell was right. that? Right. That and, was amazing. And what's excellent about Hamilton is that, you know, there's Philip Pissou, there's mm-hmm. Renee, there's Leslie Odom Jr. They're all doing Every, fantastic, oh. wonderful work uh, embodying um, characters, but also historical figures. So mm-hmm. you have a broader sense, not just of your own history, American history, what you can see, what you can do. It's... Um, I think what Lynn Manuel has put on stage is is, is remarkable, not just the historical uh, understanding and, and, and the music, but mm-hmm. also what he's uh, putting out in the world for, for decades and decades to come. To come. Yeah. And again. <sighs> it's a great play. It's a, a beautiful Everyone play. Everyone should go uh, see him. That's yeah. the one to go. That's yeah. the one to, to, I mean, to spend it. That's what we're all going to be talking about. And, <laughs> and for you, Miss Thing, let me yeah. just come back because... You know, we're talking about all of this and Coleman and everybody. It's like what people don't know, I think, about you is that you sing, too. And you are a musical person as well. And again, happy for King Liz. 
glad that Christopher Isherwood is living for you because one, he should just because. Um, but I need to hear you belting it out, honey. I need to see you giving me a number, and that's all I can. You know, it's so well, funny. That's all I was thinking about when I was watching Renee. I was like, wait a minute, Renee is wonderful in that place. She's great, Fantastic but I, them. I for you, I'm, I. When am I going to get to have a, a, this is a musical great moment for you? you? Know, is that gonna... it's, it's a great question. I just haven't found the right opportunity to um, step into that kind of part, and um, of course, I studied opera at Northwestern which was great fun and um, I was in the music industry and and worked behind the mic and um, in the studio with lots of artists and record companies but the the real um, story is what is the um, what is the musical um, uh, story as an as an actor as an artist that you want to tell right and it says it is as unique as finding a part in a play it kind of has to fit on you like a, a tailored suit. And I just haven't uh, found that uh, story yet. I'm okay. I'm a very patient. Right. I know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just pseudo stalker fan. You know. My agent is a little surprised at how patient I am with the right thing because mm-hmm. you do. Yeah, I really do. I really want to be thoughtful about the stories I want to I want to tell. And I'm, I'm lucky that the beautiful, wonderful. Um, relationships, collaborations have been brought my way in the last couple of years. Uh, so I'm lucky. Fabulous. Karen Pittman with me. Now, I have to ask you, too, this this show is basically about you being a sports agent. And yeah. one of the things is that you're dealing with a very young, um, gifted, talented athlete mm-hmm. who clearly has a few issues of his own that yeah. we'll discover in the piece itself. Yeah. Um I thought about it. I was like, can you have a son that's 11? Does he have a sports interest? He does not. My son is so not interested in sports. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but, um, I was a sports fanatic. Really? Growing up, my, my father, um, was a sportsman, um, in his, uh, youth and played basketball. My brother, uh, was a college football star. He now is a head football coach. His son, my nephew is uh, going to Navy Academy, um, in Rhode Island. And, um, you know, I, I am a, a big fan of, uh, not just sports in general, sports entertainment, but sportsmen. I'm a huge fan of, of, um, Peyton Manning and mm-hmm. of course Derek Jeter, you know, I'm loving LeBron James, yeah. and James Harden, all of the folks that we talk about, um, in popular culture, American culture right. about sports. Um, but, uh, one of the most important things about it, it truly is a story about the relationships that develop over time in a man's world. Right. The story about power and ambition permeates every character's story in the play, which is what makes this uh, play so interesting, fascinating to be a part of, mm. uh, many different relationship arcs to explore that story. In. And how long is this run? We were extended. We yes. have been extended until August 15th. So you have your chance until the of august to see this see so if you're making your again i always try to encourage people like i i say to them like when you come to new york it's like i know that broadway is the first light that you want to see but there are so many interesting things that are happening off broadway with just as fabulous a, a cast of people that 
could deserve your time and attention as well. And I think that you will walk away being just as rewarded with that experience as if you were to go see, you know, a Hamilton, if you could. Well, Hamilton's, a, that's a big one. That's a hard shoe to fill. It's a hard, hard ticket to get. And it's a hard ticket to get. It's like Book of Morbid and Lion King. You still can't get them. And Lion King is, what, 50,000 years old? Now you still can't get it. But but it is an experience that I think that if you are a theater fan or you're somebody who loves the theater and want to have let yourself get challenged by a theatrical experience and this is one of those kinds of plays that people need to come and see. I think so see. and I think also one of the things about off-Broadway theater is that you get to see playwrights at different levels of their development. Um, uh, Disgrace was a play that started off-Broadway at LCT3. It is one of the first plays, if not the first play, that Ayod uh, ever wrote and uh, this play uh, by Fernanda Capel King Liz is one of the first plays that she's written. I mean, you get to see playwrights develop over time by going to look at not just um, off-Broadway, or rather Broadway mm-hmm. plays, but going to see off-Broadway plays. Because uh, most of the time, uh, playwrights begin somewhere. Right. Um, Bruce Norris, who's also a playwright that I've worked with, uh, who also has a Pulitzer, started uh, off-Broadway at Playwrights Horizon. So there's, there's um, a lot of great work, a lot of uh, great actors doing great work off-Broadway. I love that, Miss Karen Pittman with me. So, again, at this point now, Miss Karen, I, I have to, like, say that I, you know, have nothing but love for you. Um, and I'm so glad to see that there was, there, you know, because after after you finished Disgraced, went back to television, I'm glad to see that you're back on the stage again because I think the stage is one of those rare places where people can tell stories that they may not get away. Like the, these, there are stories that you may not be able to get away with on the big great white way, although it's kind of starting to change. And I think that um, this particular piece that you're in now, and I'm almost sure of whatever it is that you pick next will also be a part of that wave of change and I'm so glad to Thank be able you. to spend that kind of time talking to you about whatever you got going on and I also think that that being an actor uh, when you do theater it is a mountaintop experience you know you you go through a process you go through the journey you collaborate with a playwright and a director on on a character and you get the opportunity to bring that character time and time again to uh, different audiences every night and you really have to figure out from whence your inspiration comes every <laughs> single time you go on stage and uh, and bring it because those audiences require uh, demand That's expect it. you to bring your best game. You can't every night. you can't half step. You must bring your best game. And I'll tell you, it's funny days. after seeing after seeing Hamilton last night. The yeah. one one of the biggest things that I thought about when I watched that entire performance and watched all of those actors on stage is like as an actor. If you want to do, you got to bring it. You, really you have do. to bring it. Every and night. you are one of those actresses that, I, you know, I actor, actresses, everybody kind of goes back and forth. But you were truly one of those artists that makes an effort to do that. And truly, Thank truly, you. truly, it's like it's constantly appreciated and it'll always be appreciated by me. So Aww. I know I'm, I'm biased, but I don't care. I this, appreciate I'm, I ain't, support. You know, who am I? I ain't nobody but some fabulous queen that loves you. <laughs> But we really need the, the and love the that theater. Keith here uh, to theories. We really do need this. Help. So I'm so glad that you are out. Home. You're working. You're doing it. I'm Keith Price, and we will be back with I don't know what's going on, but we're gonna have something cute going on after That's this anyway. Skinny. On the skinny baby, pal. <laughs> <laughs>